You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. Our scripture this morning comes to us from two different places, uh, first from the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 6, and then from the Gospel of John also in chapter 6. But uh, because of our new uh, presentation technology, we actually have the opportunity to put those uh, scripture verses on the screen now. So if you want to follow along with the screen, you may, but if you want to follow along in your pew Bibles, uh, the first reading is on page 8 of the pew Bibles, and the, the second reading is on page 132. But let us hear God's word together this morning. This is the Good News Translation. Jesus says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, may your holy name be honored. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need. Forgive us the wrongs that we have done, as we forgive the wrongs that others have done to us. Do not bring us to hard testing, but keep us safe from the evil one. And then from the Gospel of John in chapter 6, verses 32 through 35. Jesus says to the crowd, I am telling you the truth, Jesus said. What Moses gave you was not the bread from heaven. It is my Father who gives you the real bread from heaven. For the bread that God gives is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they asked him, give us this bread always. I am the bread of life, Jesus told them. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock and you are our redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, Amen. I don't know if you noticed during the children's sermon, but one of the children had a little bit harder time waiting patiently as the other children, and they were both mine. And that is because bread is a big deal in our house. Very few meals go without there being bread somewhere in the meal. And sometimes, if we're being completely honest, bread itself is the meal. Bread is a big deal in our house. A few weeks ago, we went to Florida on vacation. And during the course of that, we went to a Publix grocery store. And the grocery store was doing a two-for-one special on loaves of bread. And I have to tell you that I balked at the idea of buying two loaves of bread because we wouldn't possibly go through two whole loaves of bread. We're only in Florida for a week. I want you to know that I was wrong. And I was wrong because I forgot two things. It wasn't just the five of us down in Florida. It was also my mom, my dad, and my sister and the five of us. So there was a lot of bread happening, even if bread isn't as much of a big deal to my sister and parents as it is to my kids. But my kids had toast every single day for breakfast. We went through the loaves of bread with no problem. The second thing that I forgot is that bread is a big deal in our house. We went to the Waffle House for breakfast one morning, and my children decided that my bread that I ordered was communal bread, and um, two of them had bread. 
the person that ordered the bread did not have the bread. It's also not uncommon in our house for a flour tortilla to just be a snack by itself. No matter what form the bread takes, bread just is a big deal in our house. So today we're continuing our series on the Lord's Prayer. We're continuing our intentional time of walking through these important words that Jesus himself has given to us to say together. And so we turn our attention to this phrase, and it's on the screen, so let us say it together. Give us this day our daily bread. And on its face, this feels like a really easy phrase for us to wrap our heads around. It seems like a really easy phrase to understand. It almost seems like so easy a phrase that it might just make for a boring message, but I, I, I hope not. You can tell me after church if I got there or not. There's more than meets the eye in this little phrase. And even though it is just a few words long, it is one worth our consideration for deeper understanding. When Jesus told the disciples, when Jesus told the crowds to pray this way and say, give us this day our daily bread, Jesus was saying for us to pray exactly what it says. Jesus was calling on us to rely on God to give us the sustenance that we might need on any given day. When we pray this way, we are acknowledging that it is God who gives us what we need for the day. But especially as Jesus is speaking to his disciples, a group of Jewish men, and Jesus is speaking to a largely Hebrew crowd given the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is saying this phrase as a way of hearkening back to the nation of Israel's collective memory, hearkening back to a time in Israel's history when this phrase was literal truth. Because there was a time where God gave the people daily bread. After Israel had been freed from Egyptian captivity, they were wandering in the wilderness and they began to long for food. They began to long for the decadence of what they ate in Egypt. And God heard the cries of God's people and God intervened by giving the people manna bread, daily bread, and it really was daily. God granted the people bread for every single day and a double portion on the day of preparation for the Sabbath because there's no working on the Sabbath and so there's no gathering bread on the Sabbath. And the people had to respond to God in trust. They had to respond to God in faith. They had to believe that that bread was going to be there because God gave the people what they needed for that day. And if the people tried to do what people, are tend, to, uh, people tend to do and, and hoard up uh, portions of bread, it would all just go bad anyway. So the people had to really put their trust literally in daily bread from God. And what that told the people of God is that God cared for their physical bodies, that God cared for their well-being. And what I find so compelling about Jesus is that Jesus took up that mantle during his earthly ministry. Just as God cared for people's physical bodies, so did Jesus. 
Because as we read the Gospels, we see Jesus spending time to deal with the ailments of physical bodies. Throughout the story of the Gospels, it is Jesus who restored sight to the blind. Throughout the Gospels, it is Jesus who restored health over every physical infirmity. It was Jesus who raised the lame to walk again. It was Jesus who raised the dead to new life. It is Jesus who fed 5,000 men, not counting women and children, 5,000 men outside of Capernaum, and then went across the Sea of Galilee to the region called the Decapolis and fed 4,000 more men, not counting women and children. God cared for our physical bodies. Jesus cared for our physical bodies. And this reality, this truth continues to this very day. It is God who continues to care about our physical well-being. It is God who provides for our actual needs to this very day. When we pray these words, we can and should and do pray these words in the most literal sense. We pray them in the tradition of the Israelites. We echo the spirit of what William Barclay wrote on his passage on this passage from Matthew or from John, from Matthew's gospel. As William Barclay writes in a prayer, "Give me the things I need to eat for this coming day." Help me get the things on my shopping list when I go out this morning. Give me the things that my children need to eat when they come home from school and my family comes home from work. Grant that the table we share will not be bare when we sit together today. God cares for our physical bodies. God provides what we need. It is God who is the source. It is God who is the giver of our daily bread. And by the way, anything else that we might possibly need. But what if it isn't just about the bread? What if it isn't just about the bread? This phrase reminds me of the dining services and campus ministry offices at the University of Sioux Falls. During my senior year of college, some spaces on campus got reallocated and the dining services office ended up right next to the campus ministries office and our campus pastor, Reverend Dennis Toome, a clever and punny man, created a sign that said, food for the body with an arrow pointing to dining services and food for the soul with an arrow pointing to his office. And what God provides is both. In providing us with daily bread, God provides both our food for the body and our food for our soul. In praying this phrase from the Lord's Prayer, we're not just talking about our physical needs, but also our spiritual needs. In our scripture this morning from John's Gospel, Jesus is talking to part of the crowd that was fed on the day that Jesus fed the 5,000. They've come back to Jesus the next day, seeing if he will feed them one more time. And Jesus starts to tell them about this bread that comes from God, this bread from heaven. And the crowd says, that sounds awesome, Jesus. Give us that bread. 
only to find out that Jesus is the bread he was talking about in the first place. Jesus says to the crowds, and Jesus says to you and to me, I am the bread of life. So part of our daily bread is our physical need, but also it is our spiritual. What Jesus is striking at is the reality that we have a longing in our spirits. We have a hunger in our lives that can only be fulfilled by Jesus. Deep within us, we have a longing. We have a hunger for the truth of Scripture. We have a hunger for that which fills our souls and fuels our spirits. And as disciples, we realize in praying this way, we acknowledge that it is Jesus who fulfills God's provision. Jesus is the bread of our life. Jesus alone can satisfy this hunger within us. In his spiritual autobiography called The Confession, St. Augustine writes these words in a prayer to God. You have formed us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. By praying these words authentically and fully, give us this day our daily bread. We are acknowledging that Augustine was right, that we are restless and only Jesus can fulfill our restlessness. We long for Jesus. We long for the bread of life in the same way that the Lundberg kids long for bread. And so it is that we come back to this. Bread is a big deal in our family. And I don't just mean the Lundbergs. Bread is a big deal in our family. Bread is a big deal in our family, amen? Bread is a big deal to us who have gathered here because bread is God's provision. Bread is God's provision given to us enough for any given day. Bread is learning to rely every day on a God who is bigger than we can imagine. Bread is being nourished body, mind, soul, and spirit by the very presence of God. And so it is that we pray saying, give us this day our daily bread. Would you pray with me? Holy God, we give you thanks this day for Jesus and for the way that it is Jesus who sustains our lives. We give you thanks for just the longing that you've placed within our hearts, the space that you have opened up that you then fill. We give you thanks for that spiritual hunger and for the solution. Help us to recognize the hunger that we truly have and help us to recognize your provision in all ways. Give us this day our daily bread, O oh God, and let us live fully for you. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord.
I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe. <laughs>